I'm Red Robinson, and these are the Legends of Rock. Leslie Gore had a long career starting in the early 60s. She tells us about meeting her producer, Quincy Jones. I had been discovered by um, Irving Green, who was the president of Mercury, and he had told Quincy that uh, he had some demo records of mine and wanted Quincy to record me. So as a result, Quincy and I met up and spent an afternoon in his office playing some music for each other. So from day one, you've been with the very best. It's very true, indeed. How was it, Leslie? Because, you know, in that, in that period of rock and roll, and you were in the second wave, the first wave was back in the early 50s, uh, to be one of the few female singers. I mean, you were, you know, the rock star, but you were uh, one of the few females that made it. It must have been tough. It's true. Um, it was actually difficult, and I, I marvel even today. Um, it's, it's for the first time in about uh, two years ago, I met Brenda Lee for the first time. Maybe about seven years ago, I met Connie Francis for the very first time. So uh, in those days, of course, I didn't work with too many females. Um, now, of course, uh, having been one of the few females on the scene has made it um, uh, very productive for me now and lucrative for me uh, in this age when nostalgia music is back. It's back, but the, the sound that uh, Quincy uh, uh, produced for you, and not only that, you know, with your own talent, uh, right in 1963, if, if I think back right and correctly, Cashbox Magazine and Music Reporter, you got all these awards, you got a Grammy, did you not? It's true, I did. Well, I mean, did, did you think, gosh, maybe the whole honeymoon will be over because it all happened in that one, you know, two-year period? Absolutely. That always always did occur to me at, at some point. I think it was also one of the reasons I went on to college. I thought perhaps this musical thing would be just kind of a, a fluke for me and it wouldn't continue. And I did go on to college and uh, discovered that I really did need to make music. So when I got out, I continued my studying, did what I had to and um, kind of uh, added to my career by, by becoming a composer and a lyricist. And some of the great things that I love too, like Sunshine, uh, Lollipops and Rainbows, and You Don't Own Me, uh, you showed a lot of versatility. It wasn't all just It's My Party and Judy's Turn to Cry. No, actually, I'm, I'm glad for that in a way, because it, uh, It's My Party, today we look back at it, and it sounds maybe somewhat bubblegum. Fortunately for me, You Don't Own Me has such strength uh, today, even as a song and as a lyric, that it really took me out of the realm of just the normal pop singer. But you are one of the great rock stars of all time, and uh, I don't know how many people tell you that, but it's, it's a fact, and you have a, a definite place uh, in rock and roll history. And when I look back over that catalog of music, I counted 19 times you're on the Billboard uh, uh, Top 100. That's got to be flattering to you. It is very flattering. And the Tammy Award show, how was that? Oh, that was a great show. Um, that was one of the highlights, I think, in my career in a funny way, although we were literally locked up in the Santa Monica Civic Center because you couldn't get out, and we were there for three days. But it was a fabulous show, and I was very proud to be a part of it. Take a minute and tell me about the motion picture fame. You did a great song for it. That must have given you great pleasure, too. It was a, a fabulous, fabulous working experience. Alan Parker was the director on that film. Alan Marshall was the producer. And they had some really fabulous people, uh, my brother for one, doing the music, and he's a pretty terrific guy, Debbie Allen doing the choreography. So it, it was a movie that started off, kicked off a lot of careers, and I'm very proud to have been able to work with Michael on that. Uh, there were several songs that he asked me to work with and do some lyrics on. I wrote the lyric, of course, to Out Here on My Own, and uh, the lyrics to Hat Lunch Jam, which was a tremendous amount of fun. You did a single a couple of years back, uh, a duet actually with uh, with Mr. Lou Christie, oh, and that you, was fun. You need it. you know everything, Red. I can't keep anything from you. That's right. We did a single of Since I Don't Have You, right. and it's only make believe. 
And um, actually, the most fun we had was really doing it on stage in front of people. Um, the, the few times we got to do it together, people really did seem to enjoy it. I had Lou Christie here when we had a thing called uh, Expo 86, which is a world exposition. And uh, it was just a little bit after that that uh, you two went together and put that out. I, I've right. enjoyed Lou for years, uh, too. He's a terrific talent. You still do a lot of the rock and roll revival shows, or are you out of that now? Well, every now and again we'll take one. I, was just, I just came back from Australia where I toured with Jerry Lee Lewis and Chuck Berry and uh, Bo Diddley and the Everly Brothers. And we had a pretty nice time. I've tried to cut down on the show where, where there, the shows where there are 14, 15 different people, so I'm out there more or less concertizing on myself. But every now and again for the right show, I'll come together with the right amount of acts. Leslie, good luck in the future with your talent. Thank I know you. that uh, we can all use luck, but I don't think you need much of it. You're going to make it anyway. Thank, Thank you. you. Look forward to seeing Thank you again. Thank you so much. Got legends? We do. RedRobinson.com.